Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize short stories based on the 48-hour film concept. Our stories consist of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a wonderful quilt made by your sweet, sweet grandmother. My name is Joshua Lytle. I am a filmmaker, a storyteller, and a podcaster. I am Chris Wegman. I am a filmmaker and a lover of romantic 80s movies. Hi, I'm Justin Teal. Uh, I make websites by day, I Dungeon Master at night, and I've also been in Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Switch. I'm Dave Ailing. I have a beard and I love uh, uh, blast beats. What are blast beats? Cool. It's a metal thing. <laughs> I want to understand. Email machine, play ba- blast beats. Playing blast beats. Ah, there you go. Ah, music. Sweet, sweet music. I love this guy. He's like her new best friend. I love it. But why is why does the email machine have all these other abilities beyond email? And it's uh, it's super ironic because the story machine takes up an entire warehouse and only does one thing. And only yeah. does one thing, and the yeah. email machine is super small and does it all. Yeah. Oh well, I guess we'll take care of it later. Well, speaking of the story machine, has uh, has completed its routine maintenance and now it's back online and. Uh, this is actually the first time that we're we've had an opportunity to fire it up since it's uh, uh, updated. I heard Larry got fired. Oh, uh, no, nah, it was just a rumor. Yeah, it's oh, a really? suspension. That was just a rumor. <laughs> yeah, he's suspended. You know, just because he, he he'll know. be back next week. Okay, and all he was Harry Larryness. Right? He was suspended. Okay. He, he he was caught uh, dancing with his mop after hours. It wasn't the ham sandwich in the story machine 9000. <laughs> it was the mop dancing that did Larry yeah, in. Yeah. It's a litany of things. Justin, do you mind? Uh, can you do the uh, retina scan? We said, I think you're the only one. Yeah, who Justin. Has. Okay, I can, yeah, I can go up to. Ah, God. Does it burn for everyone else? God. No, no one else has retina access. <laughs> yeah. We're just hoping you could do this every week. Uh, I think I'm blind in one eye. Mm. You look. Anyway, if you're not here next week, we might need to borrow your eye. Oh no! Uh, try it. anyway. Try so, it again. Okay, I'll try my other eye. Ugh, I, think I, I think it worked though. Mm-hmm, hurt. It's going. Cool. Oh, looks like they're coming out. Cool. That was fast. I mean, this update really helped. It yeah. Used to buzz and. I mean, I kind of preferred the old way better. His eyes. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so it looks like the genre is fantasy. <laughs> um, Chris, did you want to read the prop? Sure. Yeah, it's coming out on the other side of the machine here. It is a bag of ice. <laughs> All right. And the line is, why do bad things happen to good people? <laughs> why do they? And uh, the location is ranch. <laughs> so it's a fantasy so, wait, set yeah. on a ranch. Is it well, a I mean, ranch or like I a really ranch? I really wanted the other ones. <laughs> it's in Hidden Valley. Yeah. <laughs> The fantasy of Hidden Valley. The fantasy of Hidden Valley. Or a hidden right, we're halfway there. <laughs> hidden fantasy. Hidden fantasy valley. Yeah, hidden valley <laughs> fantasy. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Why don't we let everyone talk a little bit about the uh, fantasy movies? Just what do you like about fantasy movies, Justin? I, uh, I mean, so in general, fantasy, for me at least, right, it means like medieval times, the whole like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter in a way. Um, so it to me, it's just I love orcs and humans fighting to the death humans always winning of course i've spent a fair amount of my life dedicated to fantasy worlds in fact almost all of it uh 
I've managed to somehow make my life that. So yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. I like it. I like being there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think just kind of knowing the people around the table, I think it's safe to say that we're probably going to go in some sort of high fantasy direction or something like that. So right, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Dungeons and Dragons, um, Game that's, of Thrones, sort of. Yeah, deal. I mean, so um, that's interesting because like usually when people say high fantasy, it means lots of like magic and stuff. Sword and sorcery kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, but so like Lord of the Rings, I think is considered like a low fantasy. Oh, really? Because okay. there's like barely any magic, right? Like, yeah, I don't like, know. Like, like Gandalf, like he it's all magic. He is me. the magic. Yeah, he fights like a Belrog, and but most of the time, right, it's, he's using his sword and stuff. He's actually not using spells ninety percent of the time. But no. that's fair. So I was gonna say, fantasy follows the hero's journey really well, so that could make things really simple for us. But. uh I was thinking of Labyrinth as a fantasy movie, and mm-hmm. so it incorporates a little bit of some modern stuff. And, and a lot of bit of David Bowie. And a lot of bit of David Bowie. Yeah. Like a big the, a big bulge of the story was David <laughs> Bowie. I was going to say, I was gonna say um, it's just a big chunk of David Bowie yeah. crammed into some a leotard. Gray, gray pants. Yeah. <laughs> no, no yeah. so like, I mean, but I think it has a little bit of both. You know, it's got like... Some high fantasy kind of yeah. stuff, some magic and mystery, and it definitely follows the hero's journey. Yeah. Um, and it might help work in like a ranch and bag of ice, which is a very strange yeah. thing. Mm. It's actually, when you go to the fantasy world, the bag of ice actually seems a lot more rarer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like this is this is one of those situations where I feel like the all the different elements are, 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 are so, you know, they're, they almost exists on in different times mm-hmm. right and so i i, and I was kind of i was doing the same thing i was trying to solve for how do you bring all these different elements together and my mind immediately went to larping because i think that's kind of as close <laughs> to it as you could possibly get right and so gotcha if 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 the scene if the setting was a uh, um this this ranch that's that's hosting this sort of larping event pristine beautiful landscape in montana or something right and uh, this uh, this rancher who's sort of down on his luck uh, agrees to sort of lease part or or host part of his his property to to LARPing and he doesn't know what the hell LARPing right so, <laughs> so he doesn't know what he's getting himself into so the movie opens like by a mailbox and a long shot of a truck like going over this winding road he goes up to the mailbox and he looks and it's nothing but bills 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 <laughs> and he's like damn it, I have to do something. And he goes back to his ranch and his his good-for-nothing kids are playing swords in the front yard and like, why don't you guys actually do something for once instead of just help the family, damn it. You know, uh, we need to make money somehow. I, I kind of like the idea of his, his kids maybe being LARPers and, and where the, the farmer is a very old soul uh Man of the 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 earth, salt of the earth, salt of the earth. Yeah. But um, his 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 kids are 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 you know. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're millennials. Young. They're millennials. Yeah, I didn't want to say like yeah, millennials. Who? No. Yeah, they're jerks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're rude boys. Yeah, they're entitled they're jerks. But so so they've got a a whole their friendship their their like friend base is all online. Mm-hmm. They know people all over the world who love to LARP and. It, it, oh, it could be sort of like the classic high school party story. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe 
like house I, party. I, I don't know. I'm 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 totally yeah. taking a tangent here. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, it could be like the house party story, but instead of a house party, it's like they invite people from all over the world to come LARP on their their property. Well, so I, I kind of like where Dave was going. Yeah, yeah. So so he he kind of he mentioned something along the lines of like, why don't you, mm-hmm. you know, can't you too do something constructive yeah, like and help too. the farm, mm-hmm. help the ranch? And uh, they, the, 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 the two sons are the ones who ultimately sort of developed this plan. Hey, listen, dad, ranch dad. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. <laughs> uh, if you host Palooza, <laughs> I don't know, LARP Fest, LARP... <clears throat> What the Sam Hill? <laughs> What's LARPing? Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> the 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 host makes twenty five percent of the 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 proceeds the the that the event brings in. Mm-hmm. What kind of money are we talking about here? Well, uh, you know, and so you know, they explain to them that they're they're talking, you know, uh What's realistic? Like a thousand people. Let's say like there's a thousand people who who attend this event every year or something like that. Thousand sounds like a whole lot. <laughs> and it's five hundred bucks a head. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. Five. This, this sounds. You think, you this think sounds... hardworking Americans are going to pay five hundred dollars to come and visit our ranch in Montana? They're like us. We, they live with their parents. Yeah. I almost wonder if yeah, the dad wants something. The kids almost host this, not despite their dad, but they do it. And then when the kids come, he like gets upset. Yeah. And he, I want him to become the bad guy. Like in this LARPing thing, he is the evil wizard in the tower. But I also like the idea that he's, he understands the game enough to get his own cronies. And so it's kind of like the Lego movie where the bad guy is the dad. Interesting. I I like, I like where you're going, where eventually the, 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 the father, the rancher, he's kind of, he kind of, in order to win, he's got to play by their rules. Right. And so he's, yeah. he's got to step outside his comfort zone and become this sort of warlock or something <laughs> like that. I like it. And he rips, I'm, I'm picturing the scene where he rips this, this cattle skull off the wall and he kind of wears it as a headdress. <laughs> yeah. We're in, yeah. Mon- Montana where the cattle roam free, Montana. right? Yeah. Um, so Montana. So these kids in the beginning of the story, they want to help their dad. He says we need to make money, and they're like, "Oh, we know how to do it." And he and the dad doesn't know anything about LARPing, so he kind of trusts the kids to to plan this thing, and they're just kids. Yeah, and so they I could suck Im- at it. Yeah, so I could imagine that all these people come expecting this crazy thing, and it devolves into chaos, yeah. which would sort of behoove a bunch of LARPers, right? It- and and it, it drives the dad to become sort of the bad guy. I could see like changing, mm. like you know. Yes, and mm-hmm. so like so, I like that idea so much that like the the dad and the kids have this big falling out because they didn't organize this well enough. They didn't mm-hmm. think about all the things that were happening. There's no mm-hmm. porta potty situations. There's no like there's no food things like set up. Mm-hmm. It, they're literally like all these it, like, you know devolves into bankers medieval times. And, yeah, and it, it does devolve into medieval times. And there's an uprising from the people who arrive, mm-hmm. and then they're super pissed at like the family mm-hmm. but the family bands together as the, they they're forced to band together as the bad guys to like fight off this horde of angry larpers so i i i, I like where you're going and i i think i had just one small mutation to it okay. I, I think i think that can provide sort of a fork in the road in reference to where we want to go because if if it gets completely out of hand and the two sons i pictured them being sort of uh 
you know, the, there's sort of this uprising uh, or, or sort of mutiny that happens and the two sons are put in stockades <laughs> or something like that. And then instead of the dad becoming the uh, the villain, becoming this warlock, he actually has to become the hero. Who comes and, to save them. And to, to come save them. And then, you know, it's it, it's kind of fun because there's, there's a little bit of a motivation there and there's a little bit of a change of character because he doesn't quite understand where they're coming from, but at the same time he's got to play by their rules to save them. So I guess, yeah, I want to go with that and say, like the stockades, them being locked up in the stockades is like the last thing that sort of happens, right? Because what ends, so mm-hmm. to go with all this, what ends up happening is they revolt and the mm-hmm. dad's like, yeah, this is garbage. And like, he's the one that starts fixing things. Like I, I, I picture him like being the order maker and he starts putting everything in order and fixing things. So he's almost like, would be instead of the warlock, the paladin. And the two kids are the ones that actually took all. The, maybe they even. Keep- I, I gotta say off the record, of course. <laughs> you would want to- no, oh, but like you, this is the paladin is yeah. the greatest character yeah. there is. No, no, but, but so if we even keep this, so the paladin would be law and order, right? Like law and good. And so he's he's he yeah. feels sorry for all these people who came. It's a bad time. He's like, you know what? Let's make it right. He starts fixing everything, and the two kids are maybe almost keeping the money for themselves. They're like they're the evil mm. warlocks, and so the ending will be them like putting them in the stockades. But to make sure we're on the same page, I imagine this going in and out of actual fantasy and real life LARPing. So you have this scene where he's got this army and they're on horses and charging in. But in reality, they're on those pony horses on the sticks. Hobby horses. Yeah. And yeah. They, they've got foam swords. But you go between those during battles and things. I, I pictured. So it's it's sort of it's sort of like a, a series of uh, it's there's like a radius to this festival. Right. And so the further you get from the center, it's. The less, it's, the it's, more normal yeah, it becomes. It's, it's, it's contemporary, it's modern. But as they, they dive deeper into this sea of people, it becomes almost like they're traveling through time. And so they'll they'll see a flipped over uh, uh, a food truck or something like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, it'll just, it'll have this kind of wear and tear to it. That seems kind of, kind of unlikely for, uh, you know, just a few days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like uh, like the ruins of a castle or yeah. something yeah. like that. Or So maybe maybe mom has died leaving uh, leaving hardship. All of the all of the uh, the duties of the ranch are now duties. solely on the <laughs> farmer to to be able to handle. And that's why we've sort of. Uh, found ourselves in this situation. The sons are do nothing, mm-hmm. or ha- really have nothing to do with the ranch. So it, it's it's this it's this stressful time for the family, and that could set it up. And and you know maybe a couple of years have passed, and our farmer. I was just thinking like maybe our farmer is just trying to, you know, get back out there and has gone on farmersonly.com and he's like got like this <laughs> this uh, this this other you know uh, uh, advanced age love interest that. You know, their first date happens to fall during like the the same time when when this stuff is going on, mm-hmm. and that's immediately maybe why he's against it initially. Be like, so they're going to be quiet, right? They're only going to stay on that portion of the ranch. They're not going to, you know, be an intrusion while I'm trying to have my romantic situation. Kids are like, no, 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 <laughs> they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it kind of has like two stories going. Where I th- I think with the whole like degradation of the event going on. I think that's like the main story, but I do like the idea that maybe he finds like his, his lover, like during the event. Oh, nice. Like maybe, Mm. maybe he doesn't go on there, but maybe his lonely and you do see him like sad maybe before stuff happens. But then during it, he meets like 
a lady of his age and she like helped champion she's like him. an elf <laughs> yeah like she's an elf and like they end up like having those like slight romances like throughout like maybe the hand touched the sword at the same time which <laughs> so so before this gets any crazier mm-hmm. let's let's take a moment we'll take a break and we'll be right back so uh you care about certain things in your life right guys maybe it's uh maybe it's your car or a boat yeah <laughs> well maybe it's your car your clothes maybe your career what about the other c words in your life mm-hmm. me chris we care about you chris but uh but what about coffee I don't drink coffee. Well, maybe you should, actually, because if you cared, you wouldn't pay for crazy prices for mass-produced coffee, or you could actually give a damn, Chris, and grind and brew some Abracadabra coffee. That's right. Abracadabra single-origin coffee is grown by farmers who give a damn and roasted in the mountains of southern Vermont by people who give a damn. So give a damn, damn it, Chris, and get yourself some today by visiting abracadabracoffee.com. Yes, friends, that's abracadabracoffee.com. And tell them the Story Machine 9000 sent you. Okay. Uh, Welcome back. So we have our time and place. So modern day, it's on a ranch in Montana. We have not necessarily middle-aged, but older gentleman. He's a rancher. He owns this, this uh, particular ranch. And what we know through a series of contact clues is that his wife has died. And he's left with not only the ranch, but also their two sons, who happen to be, you know, kind of kind of do nothing. They're sort of... Uh, highly engaged in fantasy and maybe maybe that death uh the death of their mother has something to do with that yeah maybe a bit of escapism going on something like that and um you know one day while looking through a series of bills uh that 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 have just arrived in the mail he says uh he, he makes an offhand comment to his two sons who are who are sword fighting in the front yard uh something to the effect of you guys should really do something to help out around here. Maybe as a catalog for, you know, LARPing gear or something like that that they get. Yeah. And he's like, man, you guys spend all this money on this stuff. You know, I wish you could use your your love of fantasy to actually make money for once. Yeah. And I like I like the I like the 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 idea that, you know, so he opens this catalog and then in the front the front cover it's just like the quintessential airbrushed you know, fantasy chick with huge boobs and, <laughs> and like a tiny plate of armor. Yeah, and like the armor. <laughs> and there's a bikini. There's a paladin with her arm. Like, like there's like a knight in shining armor, like with his hand around her. Yeah, and you know he just it's kinda, foreshadowing. He kind of looks at him, just kind of wrinkles his nose. I like the idea that it's foreshadowing. Yeah, that's I, good. That's like good. that image. I wrinkled my nose, but I, that was a that was an unwarranted wrinkle. No, that would be very very cool if that image shows up someplace else. Yes. So it's it, it's it's almost like he's looking in this mirror. This thing that would never ever happen because he's got too much self respect, mm-hmm. and then that's eventually <laughs> what happens. Can, can that's exactly what happens later. Can we go ahead and name him? Just so yeah. we have a name. Um, it could be as simple as like Chuck. I don't know. I mean uh, Ralph. I don't Ralph. know Ralph or uh, I mean good good. Is it just uh, like yeah, salt of the American earth, name. middle America? Al Earl 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 Earl. I'm Earl. Rural Earl. Rural Earl. Rural Earl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, let's, uh, for the sake of argument, let's call him Earl. So Earl, Earl is this, uh, you know, he, he owns this ranch, and, you know, he makes an offhand comment to his two sons as he passes them their catalog for fantasy gear. and Peter and James. Peter very, and James. Very, like, Christian names. Sure. There you go. Yep. But they insist on being called Petros and... Um. Janice. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Jameson. Anyway, so he's got these two kids who are really, really into fantasy. And 
eventually they sort of recognize the financial situation of the ranch as being an opportunity to host this giant LARPing event that uh, happens every year. The motivation for them to actually do something might not be at first the dad saying, we really need to turn this around. It gets to a point where he has to sell off some of their fantasy gear. Well, I, oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, I'd like to think that all you know, young kids want to, to help their parents at some point. Like they realize that maybe if they're in a low point that like I'll sell off my toy, it's yeah. okay, that kind of thing. So so maybe the older of the two is like, like we should really be helping dad and we can actually use our fantasy to This conversation's money. taking place lit by moonlight in their bedroom mm-hmm. at night with, yes. their beds, yeah. with their twin beds next to each other. Exactly. And they're like, wait a minute, we can actually make money doing this and they pull up their laptop and start clicking. Well, away. I was going to say, I don't want to like foreshadow again with the magazine, but is it turned to a page that says like, want to host a LARPing event? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and it's just magazine. like, yeah. Cause I like using it like as much as possible, maybe since it's such a, like, or, or could it be like a, a web chat? I'm thinking of these, these millennial kids. So about, you know, if someone's like all their friends online are like, man, you know, if only we had like a really cool place to host this. I think that, I think that that's, dual part Mm -hmm. right because they're they're looking at the magazine and they're saying you know wow look at all this cool gear you know you know we we play in the front yard but i wish we could actually go to a larp or something like Mm -hmm. that someday oh we don't have the money for that and then they're like what about if we brought everybody to us we could charge for it and like you know they 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 start to scheme and come up Mm -hmm. with this thing yeah i like the idea too that depending on the ranch, I was like, you know, our ranch is so cool. Right. Like we got trees, we got forests, we got like, a, there's a big rock that sticks out of the ground. And then, then they see it like in the magazine and then they go, let's go to our web chat and see if they're interested. Like we could host mm-hmm. the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut to a montage of them. Like, you know, actually taking the, you know, like Google maps or something like that, satellite images yes. and like drawing over like fantasy, like you know, castles and, yeah, castles and, and like rivers. The forest and, of, Something. Naming stuff <laughs> and, and, and they uh, present it. Yeah, go ahead. I so say like it's all on like it's like you go through like Facebook and Snapchat. It's like all being posted everywhere right. and like invites going out. Mm-hmm. So by the time they actually present it to the dad, it's kind of already a done yeah. deal. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't know it. And it's like, hey, dad, we came up with this great idea, you know, and and it could be like this. And he's just like, you know, and and they're just going back and forth, just you know, berating him with ideas and they're fast nerd talk and uh but he does but yeah he well, does want he, he appreciates what they're doing i guess well at some point. and so i i feel like this is a situation where so sort of kind of what dave was, was speaking to and i i understand where you're coming from with the, the you know the, the the children having good intentions but mm-hmm. i think uh, uh it, for the sake of character development maybe they start this they develop this idea kind of selfishly right and so they spin it to their dad in a way where this is a way to make money, but secretly they're thinking this mm-hmm. is a way for us to sort of live the life that we want to. Mm-hmm. And that's when thing that's when eventually when things get out of control, that's sort of a turning point, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I, I, I like this idea that the kids kind of trick their dad into thinking that trick tricking Earl into thinking that this is a good idea. Oh. And so eventually he he agrees because you know he's he's listening to this this elevator pitch from his two kids and then you know he's looking at the bills and he's looking at his kids and he's looking at the bills and he's, mm-hmm. he's like throws, people will actually pay money to do this throws his hands up in the air and says fine whatever um, yeah. 
I like the idea too that maybe the the he's like this is all because mom read you that damn rings book like somebody like that Lord of the Rings when you were children Kings of the Rings yeah like he gets Kings it wrong of the rings. but like maybe the mom had that fantasy side that he never had and didn't understand yeah, yeah. that's interesting I like that because that could come into play later because you yeah. know obviously he's still the entire film he's still sort of mourning the the mm. death of his wife and you know it's not until now that he kind of understands and respects the sort of connection that she had with the two kids and stuff like that. That could be kind of, you know, bittersweet or whatever. So I, you know, maybe in this, in the, in the online. So, so, so we've, we've committed to this path, right. And then we kind of cut to, um, an online, like the recipient of one of the people on the online forum, like they're going with their, their weekly, some other time and or like some other place, we go to a meeting of LARPers and they're like, hey, guys, looks like there's a, a new a new LARP coming up. You know, we've championed every single last LARP. We've been the best LARPers. And you know what? <laughs> we need to keep up our record and show these fools who the dark cloaks are. So wow. do you have uh, so how's everybody's spells going? <laughs> So <laughs> there's some kid so in the corner like, who, yeah. who's, who's actually trying to levitate like a rock or something. He's like, I think it's working. I, gonna, working this is it. like the this is like the camp across the lake. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they're like the rich kids. Across it's the like lake. the yeah, it's it's the jo- it's it's sort of the the nerd equivalent of like the jocks across the yeah. pond. Yeah. So they're the Icelandic team in Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah, because before I had I had positioned the kids as being like the evil doers, but I like this idea of a new group coming in or the group, someone coming in and they take over their camp from the kids. Like the Kings are right. The kids are supposed to be the rulers that say of this kingdom. Like this isn't how you do it. And I like yeah. the idea that like ice. So going with the bag of ice, that ice is precious. And this King, like it's like, it's for their sodas. And they're drinking warm sodas all weekend oh, because there's no infrastructure, yeah. right? Yeah. There's nothing to keep things just, cold or, and or like ice is yeah. very limited. Like they yeah. only had like one bag of ice. Like that's, that's plenty. But so all these kids are drinking warm Coke. All weekend, but the king has this—he has the one bag of ice, and, and his throne is the cooler. That yeah, he sits yeah, on. yeah, yeah. And so he's—he's he's the one that it's—it's it's hot in Montana. Mm-hmm. Let's right. say this summer, record, record hot, record highs. But so yeah, so he's the one that ends up getting everyone on his side, except for a few scroungers. And so the kids have a problem; they don't know what to do, and they, they eventually mm-hmm. turn to their dad, like, "Dad, we need help." The, this this king, who's the leader of the Black cloaks. Let's just call him that for mm. now. What is a good name? Yeah, but but he's also the one who ends up imprisoning them. The keepers of ice. Yeah, because of the knights of ice. Like he, you know, <laughs> ice knights. I, ice knights. I like how uh, Dave set up that they've been to a bunch of these events yeah. and they know what's going on. And as this thing devolves and the kids are trying to keep order, they're the ones. He's the one that's always like, "That's not how you do it. This is how you do it." And eventually, he's like, "You guys, you know." Are mediocre. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, arrest him. Arrest them. Take them to the dungeon. Exactly. Like there's this scene mm-hmm. where they there's there's a there's an actual uprising. Mm-hmm. They say you guys have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. This is my ranch now. And yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I claim this India yeah. in the name yeah. of Spain. Mm-hmm. I, I like that because so we we have the, these this group this small group of uh, of you know, like in, and in our case this this would be our villains right so this group of people who go to these LARPing events. And they they take it a little bit too far, and they always end up sort of usurping or just mm-hmm. sort of creating this sort of mutiny or uprising, <laughs> and they just take control of the event, and that's kind of their mo. That's sort of their motive. Oh, um, I was gonna say, what if they've been like 
kicked out of a bunch of other events. Cause, right. Like, cause so they always take over. Right. It's, they always it's take like over. Because these kids are new and don't know what they're doing. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, we can go to this one and we can. I, I like Dave's, mm-hmm. Dave's, uh, 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 connection to the, the, the Icelandic team in Miami yeah. Ducks. It's like, it's almost scary. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like they're like, like, oh my God, they've been banned from every LARP. Yeah. 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 Since, <laughs> since 2010 when yeah. that one guy got trampled or some shit. To add insult to injury, I, I had a thought that like, okay, so the kids are in the stockades, right? Because the the black the black cloaks like mm-hmm. put them in there, and the leader of the black cloaks is like, oh oh, by the way, boys, you won't be needing this, and he holds up like a bag of like everybody's uh, admittance money or something uh-huh. like that, you know, a penance for your transgressions yeah. or something <laughs> like yeah. that. So yeah, one of the things that these 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 this group of guys does really well is they sort of blend reality and fantasy and so they end up actually taking everyone's money and personal belongings yeah. mm-hmm. and i like where the justin was going bad guys yeah yeah i like where justin was going with the bag of ice because there's they're, they're trying to play out this fantasy scenario but ice is the one thing that actually doesn't quite exist within their their their, their fantasy and so it's it becomes sort of a precious con- uh, commodity right if if we're still doing like the fantasy switch like it's actually like a bag of diamonds like in the fantasy world, it's diamonds, but in the real world, it's just it's the ice. But everyone, I mean, it could still be ice because ice would have been like a crazy commodity in yeah, oh, yeah. times. I was just thinking, like, if, if yeah, you, yeah, 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 like you open up the, the cooler in fantasy, is oh, it would be like a chest, yeah, yeah, there's just diamonds the just hanging out. I like I, it. Yeah, I like, I like where you're going because everyone, everyone gets super absorbed into this story and eventually the dad catches wind that his son, that his sons have been captured. And the only way to free them is to bring a chest of diamonds. And he's like, what the, he's like, what the fuck? I I don't understand. I don't have a chest of diamonds lying around. And eventually through a series of context clues, he figures out it's ice. And he's forced to start talking to the nurse to figure out what the chest of diamonds is. What what I was going to say is to help the dad learn some of this world. There's, there's the, Maybe the boys have some friends, like like they're close friends on the web who came to this, that that are the 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 nerdy sort of uh, like Revenge of the Nerds kids. If we're bringing in a bunch of other references, like sure. they're the they're the bottom of the LARPing pit friends, and and because they're they came to support their friends, and these other guys came to just take over the whole thing. So now they're sort of they help the dad to understand the world and save his sons. So yeah, it's through that series of friends mm-hmm. that the dad is introduced to this sort of, uh, 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 monarch character. So it's, you know, Oh, you should talk to so-and-so. And it's this sort of older He's, lady. I was say he starts mom, going maybe. on it. He has to go on a series of quests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't quite, he doesn't quite know it yet, but he's going on a quest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, so he, he, this sort of matriarch character and you know, they start to develop like a little mm-hmm. bit of a thing and he gets, he kind of gets him into, into the role a little mm-hmm. bit. And so, and then they start to develop this plan on how to free his sons, which mm-hmm. includes, uh, it's it's sort of like a whole event, you know. Like, well, you know, they they bring in this je- this cooler essentially. It's just like a Yeti cooler, yeah. shit, you know. But it's but it's it's sort of under the guise of you know once once they pop it open, 
everyone's going to scramble and just, you know, it's going to be sort of like this, this, uh, uh, what is it in Game of Thrones? Mm. A red wedding. Oh yeah. 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 The red wedding. Yeah. The red Robin wedding. <laughs> the red Robin wedding. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm just going to throw it because the, 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 the rancher has a, a barn full of stuff. Yeah. I think it's like, I think we're going think to the same to, place. So to these LARPers, what the rancher has in his barn is like a treasure trove of stuff. And maybe there's like a wagon and, and there's, there's just a bunch of so it might help as as the dad gets more into it and they're like the friends are like this is impot like they can't they're trying to figure out how to sneak in and how to how to formulate their plan he sort of reveals the barn yeah I like this because he's the he's he's the sore thumb mm-hmm. you know he sticks out like a sore thumb yeah. and they 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 wander into this barn and, and there's sort of like a that sort of tool up sequence mm-hmm. right where yeah where you. I'd like to imagine that there's there's like actually a wagon and he actually has a horse and that yeah. I don't I don't know what's some other stuff that would well, be really cool. perfect right yeah. so, so you know like like, a I, metal like I mentioned yeah like I mentioned I earlier he he's got this sort of uh, cow skull headdress yeah and he's got like a scythe mm-hmm. because you know so it's just sort of old farming stuff mm-hmm. and and he's got this um, you know. Oh, like, like a bandolier, or like there's like leather clothing in there, or something yeah, like, like old, yeah, cow hides, cow hides, or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they they find a way to make him look completely badass, and this like turns to sneak the kids, him in. Like they're trying to help him, but he's the sore thumb. And then they see all this stuff, and they're like, "Oh my god, we my can dad do is this. awesome." Well, not not them; it's his their friends because they're oh, stuck right, in yeah. prison. But eventually, the two kids will see their mm-hmm. dad through right. the stockade. Like, oh my god, dad is cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, so. I keep going back and forth on the, this fantasy thing because I like it. So I like the idea too. It's, as more and more he gets into it, the more and more he sees the fantasy. Yeah. But do we also see the fantasy? Like, so the kids are always a hundred percent fantasy when it's like their point of view. Right. But the dad sees it more and more as he mm. goes through. He maybe starts it, to get it. Maybe more. it turns yeah. when he sees the woman that he starts. She helps him see. Yeah. That. Because she's, she helps him. She's see supposed this world. to be this like matriarchal, mm-hmm. like lady of the forest. You know, that's perfect, Chris, because, you know, as, as Josh pointed out, he's going on this journey that he doesn't really realize he's going on. So he's going from person to person, getting more information and mm-hmm. eventually is sent to this woman. Mm-hmm. And this I'm just imagining this long silvered hair woman with robes on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's ears. like, yeah, in pointy ears. And like he's so frustrated by the time he reaches her that he's like, look, lady, I just don't get it. And she like breaks it down. She's like, look. You just kind of have to relax and get into mm. it. Look, have you ever read a book? Have you ever done something? And we, and we, she's the first person to actually like acknowledge that there are people who are not into this, and that she welcomes him into this world in a very cool and well loving yeah. way. It's kind of like- that's the spark. So I think we, we we had talked about presenting a box of diamonds, but I I still like the idea that there's just the one box and. And the dad goes through this training montage and he has, cause he has to challenge the king. Like the first thing he does is go and talk to the king and he's like, no, yada, yada. So he goes back and then he, that's when he finds the matriarch and then she begins his training. And the final scene is him versus the king. Well, naturally. And then, mm-hmm. and then, then, then the dad wins and he gets the box of ice okay. and every, and then, and, and, and peace and, and, hmm. and justice is, is uh, established throughout the land. So the first time that the dad finds out, that the, his sons have been taken mm-hmm. is from their friends. And he, not knowing anything about this, just what they've told him, he goes to confront 
these guys the the black okay. clothes. Yeah. And so in, in his in, in his, his normal, normal gear, he's normal. Yeah. He doesn't and believe they, about this. He and, doesn't believe in any of this. And while he's walking over, it, it's clearly a bunch of like mm-hmm. dorks. Yeah. Fire spell, fire spell. Yeah. And he's unsuccessful trying to get him back. He yeah. fails. He gets his ass kicked in sort in some sort of way. Not, I think not, they're just rude, rude yeah, boys yeah. to him. And so he yeah. can't he, when he, you have those high school kids making fun of you, he just like oh, this sucks. And the boy and his sons kind of see that he can't he's like powerless to help right now. Yeah. And so he goes back to the the boys who are trying to help him. And they intro, that's when they introduce him to the lady of the forest. He is sort of taken with her and she shows him what's going on and 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 that leads to <laughs> I just I just, <laughs> I just think about it's like look Earl I'm also yeah. a ranch hand from from but, yeah, she, Dallas she, or something like no, that she, but she, I do this on the weekends can, so, can yeah, you just like, make an effort to try to get into it <laughs> she's like I'm an accountant I'm, I'm an like, accountant look at me I know she like takes off her ears she's like Look, Earl, I'm an accountant, but if you even want to get your sons back, you better play ball. So I do like, I, I, I was weird about it at first when he first said it, Justin, about him going and failing and then coming back and then meeting the woman, the lady of the forest. But actually, I kind of like it. Because yeah. he, he, he's the one with the hero journey, right? So you kind of mm-hmm. have to get, like, get knocked down. Mm-hmm. Something has yeah. to happen. So you happen. can get up again. Yeah. Because you're never going <laughs> to keep, keep him down. down. No. So maybe there's, you know, uh, in the rules of LARPing, you know these guys break rules constantly, right? They're 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 um, they actually like sweep the leg. Yeah, yeah, they actually like have you know weapons that bag. aren't very soft. They you know they like they break the rules a lot, and so maybe there's like an illegal spell or like something like that. I don't know. You know mm-hmm. he's like I, the dad like as a final move. You know he's like actually like bloodied in this in this battle that they're in. He's actually getting hit with sticks and stuff, and it sucks and it hurts and. Um, and he's like, I, I summon a dragon. And they're like, what? Everyone just like stops. And what we and what we kind of alluded to in the tulip fantasy is that like he like took out his tractor and like put the bucket up all the way and like took some road flares that he had and he makes this sort of drive like, in the track. Yeah, yeah, like he hooked up his old farming propane tank to it and stuff mm-hmm. like, that, like that and kind of made this illusion. Mm-hmm. The tractor is like the Trojan horse. It's like all the boys are on it and He's fighting the main, like the king of the, the the black cloaks, and then the tractor comes in, and it looks like a dragon to all of them, and the boys jump off, and and yeah, and and that's when all hell breaks loose. The I lady like, of the forest comes in with all her people. I like it because, again, I keep going back to my weird fantasy version of it, and I feel like he's building it, and he's like he's into it, but like once the dragon like. He's like, I summon a dragon, and then like it's full fucking fantasy. Like he, mm-hmm. that dragon's real, and yeah. that's when like all hell broke loose, and that's when he's a hundred percent committed to this yeah. LARPing thing. Yes, and so the battle, the battle just continues. It rages on, and then clearly the black cloaks are are being ice defeated. Ice knights, black cloaks, whatever the <laughs> fuck. So it was the knights of ice. The knights of ice. <laughs> so the, so so the knights of ice are are being totally <laughs> defeated, and. But like yet the the one monarch isn't falling. He just isn't falling, isn't falling. Mm-hmm. And they're hitting him with so many spells and so many things, and he's just not stopping. And so like the fantasy stops for a moment and like this is, reminds me of like Monster Camp or whatever. Like the referee's like, I'm sorry, I've I've counted like several thousand points of damage. You should be dead by now. And he's like, But I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. And so Earl I, just comes up and just fucking punches him in the face. Well, because I like yeah. the idea. 
that he is cheating. He's totally cheating. And I yeah. and I like the idea that like the dad won't. He won't cheat. He's never like he's that classic American farmer yeah. plays yeah. by the rules. And again, Paladin. What would um, Hank Hill do? And, and, and yeah, and so I mean, clearly Paladin. And so we. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So so we go to this guy who's like the evil sorcerer, cl- like classic duel right there. And so. But like when the guy's like, someone says like you should be dead. He's like, but I'm not. And then the other guy's like, well, like, and like I almost somehow a light shines on like, is it the moonlight or something? And maybe he's like, what? like I don't know. Something happens where the the paladin like yeah he has like the final hit, or maybe he's someone's a DT. I don't know what the. I like the idea. Like the I like the I like the idea that the dragon's kind of the where the buck stops, right? And yeah. so like that's his kind of that's the big. That's the big push. That's the big push at the end, right? And so, you know, so yeah, they have this sort of, uh, you know, scrimmish or whatever, and then that's uh, Earl's kind of, uh, you know, his his hail mary. You know, you should be dead, but I'm not. I summon a dragon. I'm not because I'm resistant to all types of damage except for fire. <laughs> yeah. Being an ice knight mm-hmm. and all. In general, this was a classic fantasy movie. At, when he says, but I'm not, at some point, right, like the, the, the matriarch, she has to be like being held like with at knife point or something. Mm. And like, ah, I liked her like leading in the extra people. To no, yeah. So I like that. But like, I feel like at some point that King has her and like, he has to like do the right thing. Right. It's like, that's kind mm. of like the classic, like put down your sword. And maybe he does. And then he releases her. And he's like, but I have a dragon. There you go. Yeah, there's one part we haven't put in. Yet. Just, there. The, what? Why do bad Why do bad things happen to good people? Fuck. That's something but the sons say while they're in stuff. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> like, you know, honestly, I I thought it would be some somewhere in the 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 training montage or the 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 sort of planning montage when you know the dad ultimately sort of submits to uh, the the mm. fantasy, you know, and or I mean, or is it or is it in the very beginning when he's getting his bills? Well, I was thinking it was kind of this heartfelt situation between okay. him the, and the, the the lady of the yeah. forest. Okay. And you know, you know, and he's kind of opening up to her, and but that, like real, but real it, life, yeah, in, yeah, in, in real, real life, life, you know, and talking, they're, they're about, talking about his his, his dead lost, yeah, his, his, dead, wife. his, his yeah. dead wife, and, and the farm, and, and, to, and to Dave's point, I can't remember if it was on or off the record, but you know, maybe it was something really, you know, it's just like kind of a drag. It was really unfortunate. It was a car accident or something like that. And he just says something, something that was all too real. You know, mm-hmm. I yeah. can't understand why bad things happen to good people, mm-hmm. and. That's the moment where it kind of clicks for him because she says something kind of uh, uh, profound, which I'm not going to say now because I don't know what it she is. She says something really profound. Really yes. profound, like sometimes people just need an escape. Yeah. In, in the screenplay, it's actually going to be just two brackets and say, insert profound statement yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you have something really profound to say, <laughs> email us. To, to go back, back, back to, to, my, to, my, to my little scene right here where the – He's like yield, yield, and so so the the, the dad yield, he goes I yield and he puts down his sword and she like kind of bows and then he releases the 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 maiden or the the matriarch and he go and he looks up he's like but not my dragon or my but my dragon doesn't yeah and then that's when like flames erupt behind him yeah. so I, I like this idea that the the, the dragon kind of comes in and it it just plows through this crowd and it you know it's <laughs> I mean, no one gets hurt it's yeah. serious. Uh, you know, and, and everyone. That's when we cut to the fantasy and people are literally like flying yeah, out of the right. way and stuff, you know. Um, and so he he kind of, in a, in a lot of ways, single-handedly kind of takes down this this evil regime, this evil uh, 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 empire. 
and that's when we see that scene that we saw from the 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 catalog cover. The with boys see when he yeah. when he grabs the lady of the forest, yep. protecting her and holding her in the end. His boys at his feet, going, "Dad, you're the coolest." Yep. And there's a dragon in the background. Yeah, there's oh, a yeah, dragon yeah, yeah, yeah. in the background that it's, just happens to look. A and lot it's like all a those things, right? And then and then there's like a match cut to what actually it looks. Like. Right. <laughs> and then that's kind of when we sort of fade into you know whatever weeks, months later, or right. whatever you know, and it's him and that woman on their oh, yeah. couch, maybe reading Lord of the Rings to their children <laughs> or something. Like, like I don't know, something. King of the Rings. I mean, I, I, all I was thinking was that the boys should definitely get kind of in trouble for what they, they I mean, did. I mean, he saved them and he's glad that they're OK, yeah. but they did kind of cause all this to happen. And it's like it's coming out of your allowance. Something I, like, Or is it like he's dominating them? like they're outside LARPing and he's like beating them like single hand like two on one and he's just like dominating. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I, whatever whatever it is, I like this idea that they they've all sort of come to terms with yeah. one another's respective realities, right? Mm-hmm. So, the dad says something or does something mm-hmm. that's kind of a nod to to their fantasy world, and then the kids are better for it because they're kind of doing shit on the farm and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah, so he, like he 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 like etches the name of the of the dragon or something into the side of the tractor, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe they're they're bailing hay or something like that, and he says. You know, you guys all get experience points or some mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It maybe to the to the. I think boys, you guys are really leveling up today. The the, the, the ranch feels a bit more fantasy. Yeah. Uh, than and, it used to. And, and they start talking about next year mm-hmm. or yeah. something. Well, yeah, because I like the idea that he's like he, he's still not into it, but he's still like that's he's, just he, where it ends. Yeah, he's still that harsh farmer though. But then he was like he he throws the hay. And he's like plus four experience. Like he, he gives them that That's nod, good. I like but that. he's still like just yeah. the dad that doesn't get it. Like, like his kids are gone and he's like done placating them. And he like looks at his job. Well done of yeah. like, you know, throwing all the hay where it goes. He was like, Oh yeah. Plus one experience. Well, I, I was going to say, it's just that classic ending where the, they're all happy. And then the kids are like, so what are, you know, so we're going to host it next year. Right. And then the dad's like, like has like a really scared <laughs> face. Like, Oh God. And cut. All right. <laughs> there you go. And, and fade, fade to, to black. Black. All right. Back to black. Oh, yep. wait, sorry. <laughs> cool. Um, so if, uh, let's see here. We need a name. King Earl. Oh, yeah, we need a title for this flick. Yeah. So I guess I don't want to go backtrack at all, but like I like the idea that this is, they always go, this group always goes and gets all the ice because it's always like a precious commodity. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's the, the Knights of Ice or. King Earl and the Knights of Ice. King yeah. Earl and the Knights of Ice. Kind of cool. Pal- this is Paladin Earl and the Knights of Ice. No, no, no. no. I, so this Paladin is something that we hadn't King thought Earl. of. The fact that his name is Earl and Earl is sort of a. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, I, I thought like a feudalist. Earl. Earl of yeah. Montana uh-huh. and the Knights of Ice. I like it. Earl of. I mean, even just yeah, Earl of Montana or yeah, Earl of it, Montana. Earl of a kind of colon. Colon. The uh, ice of the Knights, the, the Knights of, of Ice. Yes. All right. Sweet. Earl of Montana and the Knights. And the Knights of Ice. The Earl of Montana and the. Knights of Ice. God, Beautiful. Cool thing, I love it. This is I, one of my favorites. This is I want to be a, a, like a, just an army of ice knights. There you go. So if you're inspired by anything you heard today and want to make an illustration of any part of our story, feel free to email that to storymachine9000 at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at storymachine9k or use the hashtag SM9k. I'm expecting dragon and ladies of the forest. And the Earl of Montana, and, and definitely some ice knights. Definitely a good old American John Deere. Just 
Paladin Earl. I want to see that. Gleaming light. So righteous. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Story Machine 9000. Our logo was designed by David Paget. Our music by Dave Ailing. This episode was edited by Chris Wakeman. We'll see you next time.